You are now listening to the Mass Startup Podcast. To do this. You did what? I saved up a bit of energy for this. This is because so, you gymmed or what? This is me every day. <laughs> what time are you getting up exactly? Four o'clock. And I'm out of bed at like 25 to 5. 25 to 5. And then you go to the gym. <clears throat> Get to gym around like 5. 5 o'clock in the and morning. 5, 5 past, yeah. What do you do at the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning? What do you mean? I train. And this is like a daily thing. I've seen it on your Instagram. Like it's an every single day thing. Yes, it's an every single day thing. You don't get tired. You don't get exhausted. You don't get like... I am tired. I am exhausted. Hence, I'm like, I'm only left with so few reserves left to do this. And then I'm going to go home and... What? No, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't sound like you're going to sleep. No, I'm going to go sleep. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I mean, there's work to do, but I'm like... Okay, what's an ideal, like, uh, day for you? What does it look like? Wake up. Okay. That's that's at four. Four. Okay. And do a bit of Bible reading and just, like, listening to myself, introspecting for a little bit, having my moment with God, a little bit of prayer, that's it. And then literally change around 25 to 5 and then... Gym packed, my gym bag is already packed, my laptop bag obviously is already packed, and that's all I need. And then I'm out, and then I'm at gym around like five, quarter past five. I start training, depending on my schedule and how much there is to do for the day. I'll either spend an hour, <clears throat> that is, if I've got a jam packed day, and if I've got, you know, a bit more time, I'll probably do two hours. At gym, and then afterwards, make sure I'm at the office by nine. And then, I mean, you've got like a full day of work, and I have a full day, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) If I was up at four, my day would end at 12. (laughs) At 12, I'd be like, Look, manager, boss guy, I can't do this. (laughs) No, I've got a full day of work, and I mean, most of the time, I mean, back to back meetings. Majority of the time, like if you were to look at my diary, and it's meetings, meetings, and uh, literally a lot of meetings. I mean, that's what. And then finding a bit of time, even after that, to do a bit of work, like actual work, because meetings don't count as work, and emails don't count as work either, as productivity. Yeah, obviously. So, and. So, what do you do at work? What do you do at work? Just explain it. What do you mean? I'm a brand manager, so... Mm. Oh, I'm recording this. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You're not telling me you're recording. Let's do this. Let's start over like we we, we were supposed to. (laughs) I mean... Um, Thank you so much to everyone that's listening to this podcast still. Um, I say thank you every week because like... I want to be the most grateful person in the world, right? So that's my goal for this year, to be the most grateful person in the world for the smallest and the biggest things, right? So even just people listening to this podcast is like, it's fulfilling for me, right? And with each and every episode, we try and like do something that I think will add value to them, make them feel good, make them learn something that can change them. And 
with the last podcast, it was very technical, right? It was very, this is how you build product. This is how you build services. This is how you learn about the world and what it needs so that you can build a better business off of it. What I'm really trying to get out of this podcast with you is like, how can we better ourselves so that we can perform better for the world? Right. Is that crazy? Um, <laughs> not entirely. I, I don't think so. How we can better ourselves in order for us to give the best, to give the world our best value and our best selves. Exactly. 100% makes sense. I think, I think no, it yeah, it's sense. just like a big thing, right? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> welcome to the Mesh Startup Podcast. Thank you. Um, I am your host, Mashid Mudal. This is the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so please introduce yourself. Um, um, it's such a difficult question. <laughs> What's it, your name? What sounds, do you do? I know, but I mean, it's, it's, it's equivalent to tell us about yourself at a job interview. Oh I've God. never asked anyone that. Really? No, tell us about yourself is like the worst question in the world. Well, I mean, it's the worst question in the world if you don't know if you don't know what what they mean by mm. it, because they don't really mean tell us about your personal life as such. They just mean, who are you from a professional perspective? Yeah. You know. So, so who are you from a professional perspective? So on that note, um, by profession, I'm a brand manager at L'Oreal. It's a French company, beauty, beauty company. And I've been doing this for most of my life. Um, prior to that, I was actually, I did my BCom corporate finance, investments and marketing at Wits University. And of course, I went the marketing route, hence why I'm here today. Finance and investments didn't, it wasn't appealing to me. Um, prior to that, I'm from Kimberley, raised small town all the way to high school. Lived a very, very normal, you know, small town girl life. What's normal small girl town life? <laughs> I'm from, look, I'm Soweto born and raised. Every time look, I meet someone that was raised anywhere else, it's fascinating. Why? I mean, Soweto and where I come from, they're very similar. It's just different. the differences in size and I guess probably development um, and... Culture. Culture. Mm. Development, culture and advances in the actual city, infrastructure, etc. However, Kimberley is very small and I think I'm about to sneeze. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> No. <laughs> you can sneeze, okay? No, I this thought is not was, that I thought kind I was, of place I thought I was the one I come from Khalishiro. It's like a, it's like the you know how in Johannesburg you've got various um locations or guys if you wanna if you as you call them. In Kimberley there's only one. It's called Khalishiro and that's it. And mm. it's not even the size of like Soweto, it's like very small. So and I was raised uh, both my parents are around. They both are in Kimberley, and they're separated. I have my dad. I have a relationship with him, but I was predominantly raised. I lived with my mom, mm. and by small town, I mean what we used to do. We had sleepovers. Um, it wasn't things such as clubbing. I didn't know. Not didn't know. I was never exposed to drugs, for example. Whereas when you come to Johannesburg, that's almost like a norm. You know, and yeah, yeah popping bottles isn't a thing lifestyle is very different very very different very very small minded people really well because of the fact that there's not a lot to do from a from a from an entertainment perspective people do drink a lot mm. however that's about it so played my sports and did my homework and hung up with friends 
that's that was it very simple so how does like how do you how do you gain an interest in branding and marketing from that but then also parallel to that is like gaining an interest in wellness and fitness and nutrition mm. so i asked me two different questions yep <laughs> <laughs> how do you gain interest in branding and marketing from that I don't know if that's the right way to put it. How do you gain interest? Um, but for me, how I started this journey, you know, how I got into marketing and branding, I just knew first year I did um, a BCom. So the advantage of a BCom is that you do all the subjects. And I think that's fantastic because it exposes you to the different ones and then you can actually decide from second year that actually I like A, B, C, D and I want to specialize in that. Mm. I, for one, didn't know anything about branding when I was in high school. I thought I knew accounting. I thought I want to go do accounting. And when I got there and I was like, hmm, not, not, not quite what I want to do. And marketing and branding really appeals to me and I changed my mind and I, those were my majors. And fundamentally, that's how it all started. But theoretically, and from a corporate experience, they're very, very two different things. So in varsity, of course, you learn the theoretical aspect of it, the four Ps, you know, really mm. the classical marketing aspect, the classical aspect of marketing. Yeah. And the brand management side for me was a totally different thing. I started out in media. I worked at um, Forbes, Forbes Africa and CNBC. Mm-hmm. I realized that media is not where I want to be and I want to focus into brand. And then I shifted from there and that's when I moved to L'Oreal. And I've never looked back since then. It's really something which, in terms of my compatibility with my persona, my just my persona, my aspirations, the kind of person I am, um, it was the best fit. And I've never looked back. So like, it doesn't feel like work. I'll work. However, <laughs> like, because of the passion, I don't know. But it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I know exactly how exactly. you feel. You know? I know exactly how you mm. feel. So, I mean, I've had that experience um, working at Yoko and working on different projects. Just like as uh-huh. soon as your sort of where your 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 competence, your skills, um, your knowledge base comes together with your passions and your love and your mm-hmm. purpose. Magic like happens. that's like the most magical place you can Magic be, right? Happens. Like there's nothing more rewarding no. than that. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like my biggest fear is losing it. It's like making a move, career mm-hmm. move, business move mm-hmm. that takes me away from that place and not towards a higher level of the same place. But why would you do that? I don't know. Maybe I want, you know, say I want more money. What's up? <laughs> Well, or like it, I want to move to a different about, country no, or, you know. I mean, I think for me, if it's about money, it's about seeing how you can best create value in what you do at the present moment, which gives you or affords you the opportunity to make more money. Because I rate that you've got a far better chance of succeeding at what you are great at than being mediocre at what you're not. And chances are it will not be as rewarding and it will be very, very career or journey limiting absolutely you know so no look just a disclaimer i love my job (laughs) (laughs) and i get paid a lot more than i think i'd ever get paid in my life let's not talk about salaries obviously not it's a sensitive topic (laughs) so 
um, just just going back onto like your fitness journey. So yes. this podcast literally started on your on your routine, right? So mm-hmm. how does fitness wellness feed into work for you? So for me, when we when we go back to where it all started, this honest this started as just me looking for an outlet to deal and manage life. And fitness for me was that. The other option was, of course, going to therapy, but we all know how that can be a little bit What pricey. do you mean, deal and manage life? I was not in a good space in my life. I was, I was depressed and I was overweight and I had gone through, I, had, I was going through quite a lot of personal challenges mm. and it was overwhelming mm. and I needed a way to deal and manage with that. Mm. Fitness was, for me, the cheapest form of therapy mm. and the one which made the most sense. And more especially because I've actually never, I would say, been overweight in terms of my benchmark or where I was or used to be. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't recognize the woman in the mirror and not just from a physical perspective, but also from the inside, mm. from the inside. And I told myself that, like, I, I'm not happy. You know, there's looking in the mirror and then there's looking. <laughs> I hear you. Why are you laughing? No, I hear you. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's that looking where you're just like bro- glancing in your eyes. Yeah, it's just a and glance. And that's like, that oh. looking and you li- literally can see right into I think the difference is the like of you. looking versus recognizing. So looking, just being, uh, okay, that's what's happening. But recognizing, like, really introspecting about the realities of what's happening. Recognizing and coming into confrontation with what's really inside. So that's, I have one of those. And like I said, for me, fitness was my outlet. And honestly, that's how it started, just waking up. I told myself that I'm going to make this decision to change my life and to help me cope and to also get back to who or what I used to be. And a couple of months down the line, of course, because of my discipline and because I told myself that this is what I want. And I was very intentional about it. And it was very, very clear in my dedication, waking up every single day wasn't easy. However, for me, it, was, it wasn't a hard, hard decision to make considering what commitments I had told myself. And the one thing I am proud of about my character is that when I tell myself something, I'm going to do it. Yep. And I'll do it. So that's how it started out. And I started gathering a lot more interest through a long couple of months down the line when I started sharing my journey more. I was sharing it, you know, hence mm. I said that to me it simply was just that. I had no idea that fast forward, it actually hasn't even been two years since I started with my fitness journey that I'd be sitting right here as an entrepreneur and founder of Trove Wellness, which is a wellness company, you know, and the journey, the, I mean, the period between then and now, it was literally just me doing what I do. And last year, for some reason, it got, I just got a lot more attention. People wanted me showing more. I realized that people were actually looking at my journey, like, you know, not monitoring, but just drawing inspiration from it. And it was more of an online community that I was building with women whom I've never met, but 
we'd wake up every single day, but we knew that we're holding each other accountable to our fitness journey and to our fitness goals. And I think what makes it, what it's more than just a fitness aspect of it, we'll go into it now shortly as well, but just having someone to mentally hold you accountable to doing something. And that's what happened. And literally that has brought us to where we are today. I'm, a yep. little, I'm omitting quite a lot of things, but I just don't want to over-talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, podcasts are for over-talking? I don't know if you really? know this. <laughs> if you're not over-talking on podcasts, then I don't think you're allowed to over-talk anywhere else. Um, so, m- my thinking is like, so we will go into like Trove and what it is and how it works, yes. right? But I want to understand or really try and like make other people understand like how does focusing on your fitness really feed back into your work, right? Yeah. So that's like a big thing for me, right? So, you know, I'm not the healthiest person in the world, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't You're have trying, a balance. right? No. Listen, I joined the gym, you <laughs> know. Mm-hmm. How's that coming, if, I, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, look, I don't go enough. <laughs> I met like, look, the first week I was on like three times that week. Well and then, um, thank you. And then I went to two and then I went to one. As long, if I, if I have like two hectic days at work, mm-hmm. it's like the whole thing's ruined, right? So like trying to get that consistency has been difficult. Trying to get that really good momentum is difficult as well. But even with my inconsistency and mm-hmm. like lack of momentum... I've already started seeing just like a shift in the way I think, mm-hmm. the way I feel, um, mm-hmm. to go, you know what, maybe we can push further, like emotionally, psychologically. Can we go further than where we are right now, right? So I don't know if it's about like challenging yourself with gym, right? So whether it's running, whether it's cycling, which is or rowing, which is the only three things I've been doing so far, it's just... Something about it teaches you about endurance and endurance, not necessarily of the body, but like endurance of the mind. Mm. And that's been like a very, very big focus of mine is like really learning to endure, whether it's pain, whether it's exhaustion, whether it's being tired and Mm. wanting to go further and do more um, throughout that process. And like I've seen it feedback into work in that sense. So, exercise <laughs> um, is more than just, of course, the physical aspect of it. Yeah. Which is why I mentioned that for me, it was looking at myself and realizing that I'm not who I used to be from the inside as well. And they're all really interrelated and interconnected. And one of the benefits, if I just a little off point, that I realized in retrospect of there being sports in high school and in primary school. They're actually there, not so much that you should gain mastery over the actual sport, but it teaches you discipline and committing to something. And it normally starts from there, which is fantastic if you've had the opportunity to do that because you tend to be far more disciplined because you are basically setting a regime and schedule for yourself that young. It teaches you to be able to do something similar and replicate and comes through at an older stage in your life. 
Mm. Right. So this is one of the things I believe has helped me in terms of why I have a slightly, I wouldn't call it militant approach to life, but I have a system, you know, bedtime, wake time, there's, it's a system, you know, and one of the, that's one of the benefits of that. And for people that have never really had, I guess, the opportunity to be playing sports and all of that, of course, we all raise differently and our upbringings are very, very different. And if you want to embark on this, it's, it's not a it's, it's not a train smash, you know. Firstly, it's about recognizing why you want to do this, and mm-hmm. that's a mental job more than a physical job. And you need to be in it more than the other person wants it. And when I say the other person, I'm talking about whether it's a fitness trainer, a biokineticist, a dietitian, because I can tell you that, Mash, you need to do X, Y, Z, and I'll push you. However, if you're not in it then it's going to be impossible for you to actually complete it, as with anything. So you need to come to a point where you realize, like, you know what, this is for my benefit, and this is my journey. It's very, very personal, and you want to do this. And once you start making commitments to yourself and sticking to them, whether it's in fitness or in business or in relationships or any other aspect of your life, it makes following through a lot more easier. Mm-hmm. So with regards to the actual like physical benefits of exercise, there are a lot of mental benefits to it as well. Of course, you've heard of um, what do you call our happy hormones and endorphins, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are actually a real thing. And I always say that to people that like, you know what, you can use it as a, exercise can be a great stress reliever, first mm-hmm. and foremost. And once again, like it really rejuvenates your mind and rejuvenates your brain. And more important as well, the, 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 the endorphins are a real thing and they really are your happy feeling emotions or do you want to call it that, that you get from exercise, the side effect. You generally will feel happier, lighter, clearer in terms of your mental space and much more driven to want to pursue something. Mm. And that is a side effect of it. You know, it's been proven biologically, scientifically that this is a side effect of fitness. So that's what you get from exercise for me it's more so that hence i said apart from the weight gain it was more of that i felt like i couldn't recognize myself and i was needed and i was not in a position to afford um therapy Mm. and hence i said gym was my therapy it helped me to cope it gives you something to look forward to it gives you something to want to push every single day and it's a challenge it's a very very personal challenge and that ultimately transforms you mentally into where you need to be to propel. So let's go into more the business side of all of this, right? So Mm. um, you're launching this company, and what does it mean to you? Trove is... (laughs) Is that difficult? (laughs) No, it's not difficult. It's not difficult. It actually makes me... It makes me very emotional. Yeah. And... Are you breaking your equipment? No, never. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, firstly, I mean, um, <clears throat> what does Trove mean? I know it's a rather unusual name. You know, mm-hmm. people, what Trove? What's that? What's Trove? I didn't think it was unusual. I loved it. I mean, you're, you, I would like to call you a pot creative. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, you have that. So I understand why you'd get it immediately, you know, and okay. that's, why, you, you, that's why, why you'd have a likening for it. However, for the normal person, it's, 
what is chauve? What does it mean? And by definition, chauve means it's a store of delightful or valuable things. And I found that name fitting with chauve wellness because mm. this means that this is a store of wellness, of everything wellness and everything delightful, delightful in terms of wellness. And this speaks to the concept as to of holistic wellness and which is that's the stance and the values of true wellness not just physical wellness but having mental wellness being spiritually well emotionally well physically well they're all tying together all these pillars mm-hmm. and we realize that one they cannot live independently and i learned that myself through experience as well i mean even after I had reached my gold germs, my body goals, and I was happy. However, I still needed therapy. Yeah. I had a burnout. <clears throat> I had a burnout, and as a result of that, I was forced to see actual therapy. And it's, it's only after that that everything started to fall into place. Mm-hmm. Because all pillars are interconnected, and you cannot have one without the other. And there's when I realized that actually, yes, fitness is amazing, it's great, it's fantastic. However, we ought to not neglect our mental well-being, our emotional well-being as well, and our spiritual well-being. Mm-hmm. So hence why Trove is about holistic and overall wellness, and that's what Trove means. It is a conceptual home, store of everything that has to do with wellness, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, as well as spiritual. And the main objective of launching Trove was to have a place where a woman can come to. Basically, Trove is that place where you come to for spiritual development, physical development, and just overall development in wellness of women. And I understand that in this day and age, we have so many demands. Mm-hmm. We are pulled in so many directions. It's so easy to have a breakdown. It's so easy to get a burnout. You are expected to be, you know, career woman. Mother, daughter, wife, and many, 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 many other roles, you know, and it can, it does really get, it does, it really does get tough. And I think that's what majority of my audience resonates with my story as well. It's because I'm a nine to five woman at the present moment. And an entrepreneur. So, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Meaning we have similar demands. Mm. You know, and it's about trying to see how we find that balance with everything, how we find the balance and making time for yourself because you cannot give from an empty cup. And Mm. that's why Trove is there to serve you and heal you in all respects. So, for example, if you were to go on my website, which is www.trovewellness.com, we have a wellness directory. So on the wellness directory, there's a directory of personal trainers, mm-hmm. of dietitians, of biokineticists, psychologists, and clinical psychologists mostly, and as well as physiotherapists. Mm-hmm. Because wellness is not just one dimensional. As I said, it's about holistic yep. wellness. So, I mean, I don't know if this is the right time, but you're also launching a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. A, I, I feel like this is the right time to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> it's a very shameless plug. <laughs> you know, but just please, put that in there. Tell me know. more about the podcast that you launched. <laughs> so, 
So, um, I mean, the podcast was born for several reasons. And one being that, firstly, just from a trans perspective, mm-hmm. to be quite honest, um, we, like I said, we are pulled in so many directions. Most of us don't have enough time to read, you know. Yeah. And what it is is basically ensuring that you you I get to give you value and you can listen to me at any point in time, anywhere, virtually, while you're taking a shower, while you're driving on your way to work. And it's about finding those moments to actually connect with your audience. Mm. And I've realized as well that my audience much prefers me speaking. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you have a lovely voice. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I get tired of hearing my own voice. <laughs> well, I have to edit podcasts. Look. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I find the hardest. I'm like, do I really have to listen to myself anyway? Yeah. So, um, secondly, um, that as well. And thirdly, mainly because this is a very, very personal journey and weight loss, wellness, overall, it's very, very personal. Mm. And I want to connect with my audience in on that front. And I want them to understand how I said it, what I said, and the, I don't know, the circumstance under which it was said and to be able to connect on that level. Mm. You know, I'm that friend that in the morning you wake up and you hear my voice and she says, wake up, go mm. to gym, I believe in you. And for me, my podcast, podcast platform gives me that opportunity and it gives me the platform as well to be able to consolidate the majority of my content, whether it's about physical, mental, spiritual or emotional well-being into one centralized place and make it a source of guidance for women to go to? Um, I think my final question. Um, oh, we're almost done? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but I saved the hardest that for the last. That was quick. Right? Um, trust me, it's actually quite long. I have, I have this thing I do where like, it feels really short. Like when you're really in it, uh-huh. you don't know how long it is. But um, for my final question, it's just like South Africa is not typically known as a country that's very active, whether that's you know physically active or um, very conscious of their mental health, um, emotional well-being, work-life balance, all those things. It seems like a luxury to most people to have to focus on those things. How do you look at that as a challenge? Like, do you look at that as a challenge or an opportunity for something like Trove, for something like your podcast, like your boot camps, and all these different platforms <coughs> that you're building out? Mm. Is this a challenge or, or opportunity for you? I look at it as an opportunity. And mainly because, to be quite honest, a lot of us have been suffering in silence. And what platforms like Trove do is that it gives you an online friend for you to be be like, hey, snap, I'm also trying to do this. Because it's not so long ago that we actually started talking about mental health. And the difference between now and then, I wouldn't, of course, necessarily negate the fact that more people now probably, you know, suffer more from mental illness and mental health issues. But... Prior to then, we never had the platforms to to talk about it. And there were taboo topics. And looking at our history, we do not come from a a privileged generation where our parents were like, you know, 
um, playing sports and being healthy and eating right and trying to falter their down through to us, that is something which is literally being cultivated and being born with our generation. And hence, for me, I've realized that our people are actually very hungry for content. They're very hungry for content about emotional well-being, fitness and health, and just how to manage. I think our generation is the one generation, if you want to call it that, that is being burnt out, experiencing burnout the most. And because of this, there's been a really, really deep interest and desire in exploring fitness and wealth and fitness and overall wellness. So for me, such kind of content in the other states, of course, it's readily, it's developed, like in the US and, you know, the UK and so forth. It's very, very blooming in South Africa. I think more than ever this year, you get to see a rise in fitness and in wellness trends more than ever before. Mm -hmm. And that's a move in the positive direction. And from the online community I've had, people, once I've opened up about my story and giving out, talking more about fitness and, you know, health, etc., people have been very forthcoming and telling about their own stories. So having platforms such as my podcast and such as, you know, um, my website as well as my company, as well as the boot camps which we host regularly, as well as my online plat- online presence, it's a perfect opportunity for women to actually come out and for us to unite and be like, hey, I understand. I'm on this journey too. I'm trying to be a better version of myself too. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. And we are just there to guide each other and to keep each other going. So this is definitely an opportunity. And and if you are, if you, of course, it's something which should be born out of passion. Yes, it is a business opportunity. However, with everything, in order for you to last in it, you need to have, you need to, it needs to be more than just the money because it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a lot of work. And I, hence, I, I don't particularly like the word influencers per se because I don't think, you know, well, the word influence has taken a very, very fickle meaning and definition in this day and age simply because of trends, you know. Mm. And But if you were to look at the true definition and meaning of it, I can of course, and would like to affiliate with it. However, it is a lot of work, you know, and you are dealing with people's lives. I think about that every single time before I respond to an email, before I reply to a tweet, before I reply to a DM. Mm. Someone is coming here and openly putting the hearts out, the heart out to me and telling me about their personal journey and their personal demons. I mean, it actually gets really personal to the point where I've had some women talk to me about um, one had a miscarriage and one, like it gets, it's very, very personal and it's more than, like I said, more than just the fitness part of it. That is just an aiding tool to becoming a better you. So um, I'll say that it's an opportunity, but one which really should be taken seriously because you are dealing with people's lives. What do you hope the impact that you have will be? Um, with regards to the impact which I hope it would be I've never thought about it that way I've always prayed that God would use my purpose or would use my talent or would use my talents that's what you call it yes, skills Mm. to make an impact 
I never knew two years ago that this would be it. Mm. And for me, it is merely to touch lives. And fundamentally, in simple terms, my aim and my legacy would be to change people's lives and not me, to give them the tools to mm. do it because it all starts with you. However, I am here to help you get to that point. And for me, fundamentally, I hope to use Trove. I hope everything, that's, everything that I'm working towards or towards to, everything that I'm working towards to at the present moment is not merely for myself. I don't have to do this anymore because, I mean, I'm okay, not okay. Mm. However, it is more one of those where if I were to die tomorrow, what would I want people saying about me? Mm. That I help to make the lives better. And for me, that is ultimately what Trove is intended to be. I think that's the perfect way to end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for Wishing having me. Wishing you much. all the best for your journey. I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. Cool. Bye.